Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there. Welcome to a new episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Clay, and alongside with me is Nick the Stick. Nick, it's been a little bit. Yeah, howdy. We finally we finally connected. It's been a holiday week, I guess. Sure is. Got, got a holiday coming up. Mm-hmm. Taking some, taking some time off, I hear. Like a like a lot of people, from from what I know of. Yeah, I'm doing it kind of bass backwards and taking like Thursday and Monday, um, but uh, and hopefully get yeah at least playing in the morning, getting around in early so that then have some family time I guess and then uh, but then yeah my coworkers one of them we, I got I got to cover and go in on Friday so yeah we'll see. You got any rounds lined up this weekend? Uh, I got a round Friday Friday morning set up, and I'm debating if I want to try and schedule something for the weekend or not. Where's Friday? Friday morning is at the Broadlands. Mm. Um, I think it was built in 2001, I want to say. It's fairly new. Yeah. Um, newer-ish. Um. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of right around where I grew up. Um, I think it's like a forty-minute drive from where I am right now. But um, I got like I got lessons there when I was young. I mean, they weren't great lessons, but I got <laughs> it was like a series of like group lessons for kids yeah. or whatever, you know. So Some junior clinic. Yeah. Um, so, but it's it's a nice course. It's. Um, yeah, it's very well maintained, and it's kind of got that, you know. Um, is it open or woodsy? No, it's open, which which Link. is really nice. Yeah, it's got that links feel, kind of like it's similar to, like a similar feel to, you know, um, like Aaron Hills or um, a Whistling Straits. Not nearly as like tough or, or extreme like those, but mm-hmm. like it's got that feel, right? Oh, gotcha. Um, like if you're kind of trying to picture it in your mind, like it's yeah. open, it's it's got the long fescue, it's you know. So it I, I makes like it a lot easier course. to stay in play. That's that's what I'm all about. That's what I'm all about. I did that pretty well this past weekend too. Yeah. I think I, I only lost one ball. Otherwise I was I was in play. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. Hex yeah. But, yeah. Staying in play doesn't necessarily win tournaments. Unlike someone I know here. <laughs> yeah. How'd that go? The boys let me be the winner. Yeah, it was uh no, it was up uh, it was at Indian Head, so it's my, Your my home course. Yeah. But I had to I had to go out and show them who the king of the jungle was up there. Um <laughs> def- uh, protect you know, the house. You must protect this house. <laughs> Uh, show them, you know, why, what they're, what they're going to have to go after to get the parking spot back. Um, 
yeah, no, it was, a, it was a nice day. It was Sunday. I mean, this weekend was hot. It was a little humid, um, but it was not that windy. Um, and, uh, yeah, just good weather. Good, nice little eight thirty tea time, but I played with a couple little young little whippersnappers, like, 20 and 17 or 20 and 18 um just ones in high school ones a year out um but yeah they some young talented kids and i don't know one other kid ended up taking second um he shot 74 but him and i were kind of feeding off each other and then but uh i ended up throwing seven birdies at him um and and uh we took it four under for a 68 um so one by one by six um which was yeah it was just fun yeah it was comfortable lead right there yeah and that's with a double on the back nine (laughs) i tried to tried to get well i gave a couple away but uh i don't know i just uh i turned uh you know what do i always say don't don't follow a bad shot with a stupid shot and well i did happens to the best of us you know yeah tried to hook a nine iron around a tree and nine irons don't like to hook as much as you yeah shorter the shorter clubs the wedges the the knives <laughs> they're not gonna i mean unless you're like bubba watson they're not gonna they're not gonna curve a whole lot for you yeah and i wasn't i've i can sling them a little i just didn't do it well enough uh it's a harder shot obviously and you know bubba's a pro it's, i mean it's just harder with that amount of loft to really yeah. get that type of spin to to curve it, you can do it. It's just a lot harder. Yeah, and I could have easily gone after the right side of the green. I just couldn't see the left pin on the left side, and I thought I enough was feeling good. Thought I was already at four under, and right. then just thought I would just keep it going, keep the gas pedal down, and then you know just took one in the into the trees and tried to chip it out, and went across the green, and then three putted. Yeah, I had a I had a lot of three putts. Well, not a lot. I had three three putts. I guess. Well, it is a lot. It's more than I want. <laughs> but um, more than a couple. More than a couple. Um, we had. I mean, we have some fast greens where I played this past weekend. It like we haven't had a lot. Uh, I played at Oakwood Park. It's a Milwaukee County golf yep. course, but it's a really nice course. It's really well maintained. You know, yeah. for, for Muni, um, that's like the main course I go to. But we haven't had a whole lot of rain. Um, the last couple weeks, like a couple sprinkles, but that's it. Um, and so the, the greens have just been really firm and fast and, um, it took me a little while to get used to them. Um, I ended up only with like 34 putts, um, even with those three, three putts. Yeah. Um, but, but it was, it was, it was a challenge out there because like, even like uphill, like putts just felt like they were going like just Ferrari speeds. Um, wow. Like I had some, I had some really, really good chips that I thought, like I thought my short game was pretty darn good. Um, I thought I had some chips that were going to just stop right by the hole, like perfect. And they yeah. just kept going. I was like, and they were like uphill too. I was like, what is going on? Um, so that, that was difficult. Other than that though, I felt like I played pretty well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a little bit difficult. I don't know how much rain you guys have gotten out up there. But um quite a bit. I feel like it's been a, a wet couple weeks yeah. and there. not not crazy, I mean, but you know, enough. I mean, it's a lot of scattered thunderstorms like Yeah. True. Like 
half hour and then it's gone mm-hmm. and then one more in the afternoon it hasn't been, there's only been one or two days where it's just rained all day yeah we we certainly we haven't had that we've had the like the scattered stuff but there's been a lot at least down here that's just a lot of places around us have gotten the rain and like we just haven't yeah um, yeah so i mean i i may have some excuses for three putts i don't know about you <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at. Well, I had two of them. I know. Oh. That's what I mean. I think, yeah. uh, think you got to improve your game a little bit here. Yeah. I mean, I, always. I mean, if you're, you know, shooting 68 or, yes, 68, right? Yeah. But that, I mean, that was my best tournament score in the last, like, two, two three years. That that's, was... that's what I mean. You're shooting a 68 with a couple three putts. I mean, you're winning tournaments. I don't know. I feel like you got room to improve. Yeah. You're I mean, slouching the head, out there. The head pro reminded <laughs> me that the the course the course record in a tournament is 67. So he's like, you should probably just go out to the range right now. What? Start, work, start working on it. Did he tell you that after the round? Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe like he said that. <laughs> he, just, he just saw you on like the 17th hole and been like, hey. Records sixty seven. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, no, he he avoided doing that. I mean, I think he knew. I, he was out. He was driving around a little bit, seeing how everybody was doing. So I think he knew. But um, yeah, and I want to say someone said the record, the course records, is sixty six. Um, but that wasn't in a tournament. Um, yeah, because this is from the tips. So I mean, even though it's my home course, I mean, I play there in league every week, like. We usually play the white tees, and so yeah. I was. I mean, I was hitting every three wood, every th- part of three. I'm hitting an extra club or two. Sure. Um, yeah, all the all the normal 140 yard part threes are now 170. Basically, there's like three 170s, and um, yeah, what's the other one? I mean, the other one's still only like 150 from the blues normally 135 um but yeah it was mainly the wedges um those were dialed in i mean this course i mean with no wind um you know i can usually bomb it down i mean three a 300 yard drive gets you somewhere in that uh 120 to 70 yard range so i was just really dialed in i mean i think i had four birdies inside four feet um but then again, I don't always make all those either. Um, no, but it certainly is. Uh, you're going to make a larger percentage of those than if you're leaving them like 10 feet, you know. Correct. If you're sticking them, that certainly helps. For sure. Yeah, I was throwing darts. I mean, and I felt comfortable doing it. It's just it doesn't always work out that way. I mean, yeah, I mean, the tour average from like 100 yards is like 18 feet or right. something you 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 think in your head that they're throwing every wedge right next to the flag and they're not they're not no yeah so yeah well and also especially with the types of courses they play too you know the greens that they have they uh there's a lot of like undulations and they tend to overspin a lot too if you watch the course of tournaments but but even still like even if even if they were playing, you know, the same course you just played, you know, it would still they're still not going to be hitting it 
to four feet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, obviously you get 120 pros out there. there there's going to be a couple low numbers, but if you pick one guy like Rory could go out there and easily shoot 74 or like, I mean, he's not, he's not going to light it up every time. I mean, I no, think there's a, big, not. there's a big misconception that they, I mean, I, I think I do better on tour courses because the fair, your driver runs out farther because um, the, the fairways, their fairways are like my greens. Yeah, the conditions are pretty, they're pretty spoiled out there. But, um, yeah. I mean, that's not to say they're not really, really good. But Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> they're they're insane. Um, but, I, you know, I, I would say, yeah, they may not, like, their approach shots in terms of their um, – you know, proximity to the hole probably wouldn't change all that much, but I think one of the things you're gonna you're gonna see from pro players out, you know, there is that they're they're gonna make more putts from ten feet away than like you know I would or you would probably out there or at my course. I think both, really. I disagree, and here's why: from because... farther away, I think they make more. I mean, I think they make. They're, I think they're going to make more on the PJ on the tour courses than they are on the Muni courses because the, I mean, those are like perfectly flat. Wherever they, those guys are good green readers, and wherever they hit it is where it goes. Like wherever they, wherever they're aiming, generally, I mean, they still miss. But I think everybody's percentages go up. I mean, decent putters go up on a the better, the faster, the smoother the greens. Like I, I putt way better at country clubs than I do at Indian Head and Oak Tree. Oak Park, whatever, Oakwood. <laughs> uh, um, well, no, that you said they were fast, so that's. I mean, Indian Head, ours aren't slow, but they're. I mean, they're probably like an eight on the stint meter, yeah. and the tour pros are at like an eleven, generally. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say, I, at least, I, I would say Oakwood, Oakwood's greens are really nice. They're pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and so there's always those exceptions for munis. They're, I mean, they're not. I wouldn't say they're like century world nice. Yeah, but they're they're up there. Yeah, and so and then I mean, I don't have the guidelines in front of me, but I've always been to- or I've heard from multiple internet articles, whatever you want to think. I've heard like so the, when the superintendents like they try to put those pins like. They pro- there's probably some like six medium, six easy, six hard. Yeah. But over- overall on the tour, I mean, the greens are a little bigger than the, than the Muni, Muni courses I'm playing. And then there's like, it's not rules, but it's a guideline um, to have like, you know, a, an area of six feet around the hole that's like, you want it a little bit flatter. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to put your pin on the side of a, like right. on a slope that's too, too severe. And my superintendents definitely don't get that memo. And <laughs> no, no, I agree with that. Yeah, and the yeah. greens are smaller, and Indian Head is one of the more slanted green courses yeah. I've ever played on. So it's like, my point is that like for a, the average four to five foot putt on the PGA Tour, those guys rarely aim outside the hole. It happens, but more often than not, they're just like they're either aiming just in, like inside the one of the left edge or the right edge. And then when they hit it, they only have to pull the putter back like two inches and then just putt it and it'll go in from four to five feet. Whereas me, a four footer is generally going to break four inches outside the hole. And then I have to have perfect speed for it to die in, you know, if you. Yeah. Uh, 
and I got Tom, Dick, and Harry's spike marks and pitch marks. And <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's loud. I, I agree. I agree to an extent, but I, I think, I think also just, I, I think it's in addition to that. I think that the pros on the municipal courses even though they might be farther away, they're going to give themselves probably easier farther away shots because they're going to more likely put the ball below the hole. So they don't have to necessarily have like a you know crap ton of slope. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, I think no. what I think what happens with you know especially guys players like me who can't really who don't have you know their their wedges or their irons dialed in that much. It's more like. I'm pretty much shooting towards the center of the green. Like that's that's about as dialed in as I am. It'd be better when I pretend there's no flag. No, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> like, I believe you. I the number one key to um, scoring is greens and regulation. Like the high the highest correlated stat to to scoring. So I mean. Yeah. Your, putts, your putts per round doesn't ever tell a true story because if you're missing greens and chipping up to in one and two putting, like those are for bogeys and pars. So, yeah. Um, so like for, for me, like I'm, you know, shooting to the middle of the green and middle of green is not going to give you, you know, it's obviously most likely not going to be super close yeah. to the hole. And it's also, possibly in a spot that is going to give myself a fairly difficult, you know, downhill. yeah, downhill sidewinder type of putt. Yeah. So I'm not going to, it doesn't matter what course it is. If it's a Muni or like a nice course, you know, a tour tour type of course, I'm, I'm not going to have an easy putt from that length. Yeah. Agreed. I, think, I think that's kind of the, the second part of kind of what I was saying in terms of it, pros are going to, drain more of those longer putts even if their approach plays aren't you know you know to the four feet or whatever they might go to 10 feet or 18 feet but they're putting themselves in, in position to to have more successful putts from that range correct so, yeah i think I mean, we're both on the same page here <laughs> yeah for sure. No, I mean, pros are pros. They practice every day. They get, get they have a team of people dialing in their, their shafts and their clubs. And like, I mean, this is all they, this is what they do for a job. I mean, I think all of us, if we spent eight hours a day, you're going to get good at whatever you do. So yeah, I mean, not pro level good. I'm, I'm an amateur. <laughs> and I, I, mean, I can put my, I mean, I know when to keep my ball below the hole. I mean, I know which course, which, which holes and which pins and before I play a course, I mean, or after I played it, you know, a couple of times, um, um, mentally, I could shoot eight under. Yeah. I know where to put the ball. I know where to, like, okay, right side of this fairway, get a good angle to this pin. <laughs> I know what to do. I just can't do it's it. It's the execution that is struggling. Okay. Well, you know where you know what to work on then, your execution. I've been working on this for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah. Well, so go ahead. You're closer than you were 20 years ago. I am. I am closer than I was. You're closer than you were five years ago. Uh, I yeah, think I think so. Score wise, maybe not, but I think 
I think, trend-wise, I am. Well, yeah, plus, like you said, you've been working on things the last year, and so it's usually like two steps back and one step forward. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's not your best, but if you believe in what you're working on, then it's the right, then it's definitely still the right direction. Yep, and it's starting, I feel like it's starting to finally kind of turn the corner. Yeah. So, so that's exciting. Uh, like I said, I, I felt like I played really well. It's just like, I just wasn't expecting like the green speeds to be so fast. So, you know, having chips kind of, that I thought I hit really well, kind of roll by and, or have putts that, I just didn't have the speed down or whatever. That added strokes right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did have, I did have like two blow-up holes. Um, but like those were pretty easy, like fixable things. Like what, what, one of the blow-up holes was just, was the time I lost my only ball. I just duck-hooked a three-wood off the tee and then proceeded to just mess that hole up. Um, yeah. And then the other one was on the 18th hole, I was trying, I almost finished the round with four straight pars, which for me is good. Like to not wow. have, a, not have yeah. a bogey in that kind of. No, that's phenomenal. Four, that's four, four holes. Is, always the hardest part is getting to the house, you know, those last three or four holes. So, yeah. And I had, I had a couple, I had three straight pars. I was going for my fourth on 18 and, um, and I was, I just came up just short of the green um, with my second shot. So I was trying to get up and down for the par, but I, I was playing pretty well on that back nine. So I felt like I could do it, but it was a, it was a chip over uh, a bunker. And I just, I just felt, or I just tried to be too cute with it. I didn't hit it poorly. I just didn't hit it enough. Yeah. Like I just, I, I hit my 60 and I probably should have hit my 56. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, okay. The greens are fast, you know, so I don't want to carry this too far. So I had my 60 and I got it and I hit it well, but it just came up just short and came back into the bunker. And then I ended up having, having a couple of shots after that, but, um, yeah, a little beach party. No, I, I mean, I got it out. I just hit it like kind of a little bit over the green or whatever. And then yeah. I think like two putted or three putted from there or something like that. So, yeah. Like, it was just like, if that shot, you know, if I just don't be too cute with that and I just put that on the green, I probably, you know, at worst, I probably two-putt that for bogey, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, it's things like that. Like, I feel like I, I was playing well. I just, there was some silly mistakes like that. But yeah. um, but certainly not good enough to win a tournament like you. <laughs> you, yeah. join, you join the big names on the weekend winner's column. Yeah, me Dustin, and DJ. Dustin Johnson, first yeah. first big dog, or sorry, second big dog behind Nick Bobble to win uh, after the the COVID restart. Because um, we had Daniel Berger, Webb Simpson, and now, and those aren't like, you know, unknown names, but they're not Dustin Johnson big dog names, yeah. right? Dustin, yeah, he has more wins on than him and Tiger in the last t- 10 years than anyone. I mean, he has 21 wins in the last yeah, 10 years. Since, like, what, 2011? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Which, he, just passed, he just passed Greg Norman. Yeah. Which, on the on the flip side, you think about that, with how little Tiger has played over that stretch. That's yeah. pretty insane. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he did have 2013. Tiger had like five wins on tour that year. That was pretty nuts. Um, he didn't have a major, but he had like five wins. Um, but yeah, DJ with the victory. Um, I got the victory in the betting. So I feel a little bit well, like a winner, right? Uh, the judges had brought to my attention a uh, in the event of my uh, Daniel Berger withdrawing, my tiebreaker um, moved into his position is the current ruling on the field. Oh, is it? They're, they were doing a instant replay of the rules. And, you so know, there's a challenge flag. They're that still going through the rule book, but uh, <laughs> Abraham answer moving into my dark horse finisher um, finished at minus 13, which ties Victor Victor Hovland at uh, minus 13. So that, that one's actually a push. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, I still, uh, I still did lose the, the primary winner, Justin Rose at uh, a horrible 142. To <laughs> Justin Ro- or Justin Thomas, I had at 142 to a slightly less worse um, Justin Rose at 140, which yeah, the Justins didn't uh, didn't really do too well in this tournament. Yeah, no, they 140 in this tournament. I mean, the cut was 136 or something. So, yeah. I mean, we were. We were one letter off from being really good. If we would have picked Dustin instead of Justin, we would have won. We would have had it. So we're getting closer, Nick. We're getting closer. I mean... With our picks. I mean, our Dark Horses did pretty well. 13 yeah. under? Maybe uh, the weekend? I, mine did not. Your Dark Horse, Victor, did. Well, I mean, you're... Your uh, tiebreaker dark horse guy. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Berger withdrawing. That's. I'm. You know what? I'm going to assume Daniel Berger would have gotten to 13 under. I'm just going to assume. I think it would have happened. I don't see how. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. I had him for at least 14 or 15. Look, don't don't push your luck here. Uh, well, I guess that's why we had the uh, the backup, uh, the backup bench player tiebreaker. That's why we picked it last week. Um, yeah, because and yeah, you're Ryan Palmer missed the cut too. FYI. Yeah, Ryan. I mean, whatever. But he didn't make he didn't miss it as bad as your primary pick. One thirty, one forty to one thirty-eight. Yeah. Justin's the Justin's let us down big time yeah they they were they traveled out of there early for sure uh, we'll just traveled they, from the they beat the traffic yeah that was a friday trunk slammer yeah um so i'm sure they got to go somewhere and enjoy the nice warm weather and some popcorn on the couch very very likely. And their couch is bigger than mine. The couch is probably bigger than my house. <laughs> they got one of those super, you know. super house or super sectionals with like uh, you could 
fit like 15 people on. Yeah. Yeah. And they can all like lay on it right. and be, yeah. their feet don't even hang off. They're not even, it's just like five beds stuck together. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it, it would be the essential pillow fort. Oh, be perfect. Yeah, if you were five, you're golden. Yeah. So, or if you were 25 and I mean, single one. Age is just a number. It really is. Yeah. Until you get arthritis. Yeah. I mean, especially especially if you have kids of your own, though, right? And they're at the age. I mean, you'd be rude not to join them in their their pillow fort. Oh, I would. I'm all about it. No matter your age. Oh, for sure. We will be having Nerf gun fights. Oh, and yeah. We will buy extra pillows just for the fort. Yeah. I'll make another run to Ikea. Don't call my li- <laughs> It's now the fort room. It's not the living room. Yeah, it- um, I don't know why I thought of it, but I watched a cool video you'll have to check out today or I'll have to send you. Um, it was, and part of it was Bryson just chilling on his couch because it was kind of his, like a, a montage video or a, not quite a full month, like a, not an 80s montage, but just yeah. kind of like <laughs> the time lapse of like the last, his last three months of like COVID and uh. you know, everything from like cooking breakfast, a clip of to then him in his home gym and then you know, just lots of different things, but I thought, I don't know. It was kind of neat behind the scenes and, um, yeah, I'll, uh, shoot it over to you. Was he, was he flexing in every single shot? No, but he, after the one gym shot, he, <laughs> he had a big old cheeseburger, 12 year old grin, and he was flexing hard. I mean, the whole video in the reviews, I mean, it, it, it's definitely a flex video cause he's, you know, he's in his Bentley and he's, you know, plug in his Bose speaker yeah. contract or right. his and plug in his Pumas. And so it's like a super, and he's showing he's in his house on his massive couch watching golf and just As super like, sectional 15 person. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole video is just a flex video. <laughs> nice. But, Excited to watch that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, that, so that brings me to. The Rock and Mortgage Classic. <laughs> so. The rocket is taking off. Taking off. Detroit, Michigan. You know, it's it's funny. I was actually, um, earlier today, I was, I was actually planning a future road trip that, were, that was going to make multiple stops in Michigan. Um, not at, not at where they're playing here, not Detroit, but find my, I found myself looking at Michigan quite a bit because I'm thinking about not, I mean, it's not going to be this year. It's going to be post COVID times. I want to do a road trip where I, where I play all the courses that are on Lake Michigan. Oh. All the way from, you know, Wisconsin, all the way to, you know, Mich- Illinois, Michigan. There's, not, there's nothing in Indiana. Um, like, those three states. All the, like, there's a lot of courses that are, like, right near the lake. But I'm talking about the courses that, like, you're basically, you're on the lake. You can, there are lake views. Yeah. Holes, right? Some big, big name courses. 
Yeah. Courses like Whistling Straits. Courses like Arcadia Bluffs. Boom. Got, uh, there's a Jack Nicholas design course over in Michigan. I think there's a, and then there, I mean, and then there's a couple like uh, kind of smaller courses. There's like the Chicago. There's some. There's some Chicago like Muni courses, like short yeah. nine hole courses. You know. So I think that would be a fun like trip. It would take like a week to do, to to drive that. Um, I'm talking about like playing. That's like playing every day, playing for a couple times, playing like multiple in a day. Um, but I think that's something I want to do. Not this year, but maybe like next year. Yeah. The one I'm trying to put together is um, to the UP, uh, a guy's weekend road trip, because there's like a couple ones that keep getting thrown on my radar with like their sweet grass, oh, timber. Yeah. Timberstone and Sage Run, and a oh, couple, yeah, of them, yeah. couple of them are like casino courses, but they're just supposed to be like century world nice. They're yeah. just top top notch, Danny, top notch, top notch. Um, and then they're not on the water, but I mean that's one of those ones where you play, you go up on a Thursday night, and then you play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I mean, and plus it's, I mean, for me, it's probably I don't know five, four hours away. Yeah, it's not that far away. And you got the casino. The casino. You gotta you gotta keep me in the loop about that. Okay. If, well, you're, that, if you're willing. You are on the short list. Okay. Because uh, that would be yeah. interesting. Even it, though it's a longer drive for me, but Yeah, I mean we could grab Fergie and Mike Peterson or something and Yeah. I, mean, I don't I mean I just wanna play with fun guys and just go have sure. you know, go have a good time. It's like I mean, I'll, I'll have to give you guys a couple strokes if we play for something, but uh I mean, we could figure out some sort of game, yeah. whether it be like a team team thing or something or whatever. Have you heard? Yeah, for sure. Have you heard of any of those courses? I've, I've heard of Sage Run. Um, uh, I, I mean, there's some nice, there's some nice, or Sweetgrass, I've heard of Sweetgrass as well. Um, like, they're nice courses, or at least from what I see. Um, and like I said, like, there's a lot of, there are a lot of really nice courses. Um like not only in the UP, but you know, in Wisconsin and and just in Michigan in general, that are actually, I mean, not too far away from the lake. Um, yeah. Or just, I mean, in the in in these states, this this Midwest part of you know the country, like it's very underrated with the amount of really nice courses yeah. that are out here. Um, you can only play them three months a year. Yeah. Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> our season is well, a little longer three than months, they're the, fucking tits <laughs> the, the season starts late but honestly like last year i could have been playing i could have been playing through christmas last year we didn't have we didn't have snow like we barely had snow down here you might have three layers on but yeah i mean i went i mean i played i played in october ish late october and that was probably about the same temperature as it ended up being, like, kind of in December. It was kind of 30s. Um, and, yeah, you just kind of bundle up and play. It's not really that big of a deal. But, uh, yeah, if you want, like, nice weather, yeah, our, our, it's going to be a three-month season. But but you can you can certainly golf and get, like, lower rates for courses later on in the season. But Yeah. Anyhow, we should uh, we should get going with this Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yeah, kind of running out of time here. Task at hand. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. 
So Rocket Mortgage Classic, uh, fourth, the fourth tournament since the restart, and a little bit, um, a little bit weaker field. So I feel like um, our top dog picks. All right. Might well, be similar. Well, we since I mean we pushed last week one to one. So see who picks first. I mean, pick a number one through ten. Uh, two. Okay, I'll go first. What's the uh, number? Cheater. <laughs> uh, because I was talking about him, uh, it must have. It was a fate. I'm gonna go with the shambles. Oh dip. man, I'm going Brysonius Maximus. Yeah, that's a that's a popular pick, and I'll I'll leave you. I I'll was leave you your, I'll leave you your Ricky. I'm not, I wasn't even gonna pick Ricky. Um, okay, who, I, who like I I would have gone with Bryson, but um, obviously, obviously, I mean, this is a course that doesn't have a whole lot of danger in it. Um, so I think it it's going to definitely gear towards the longer hitters. Um, so for me, so obviously Bryson's kind of in that mix, and he's been he's been playing well these last you know three weeks. Um, yeah, I mean Hovland's there for you. He sure is, but I picked him last week, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pick him again. Um, you can go with your doppelganger. Who's that? Troy Merritt. Troy Merritt. Google him. I'm not. I'm not gonna go with him for my. I'll. I'll, I'll go with him for my dark horse. You know who I'm talking about, though. You see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find his picture because I can't picture him. Go to Google Images. Nah. Okay. Especially with your thick man scruff going on. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. I feel like you're gonna have to ask your mom and you. <laughs> no, she she'll be biased. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you're that that's that's a disservice to him for saying he looks like me. Um. No. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will. You know what? I will, um, I will pick him for my my dark or yeah my dark horse. Dark horse, right? Yeah, I'll 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 go with him. Hey, I don't want to make you do anything you don't want to do. No, this is my choice. I'm doing. I'm this. doing this. I um, for my for my uh, my top dog pick, I'm gonna go with Bubba. Ooh, I like that. Like you said, you, I think this is going to be a bomber's course. I'm, I'm in agreement. Like, I feel like it's a course that would, if, if he was playing better, I I might go with him with um with Jason Day, but he's just not been very good the last year and a half essentially. <laughs> but he's he, like this is the type of course that if he was if his game was dialed in, he he could really he could really take advantage of, but. Bubba Watson is my pick, and then obviously Troy Merritt as my dark horse. Who is your dark horse pick here? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Um, all right. 
You can't you can't pick Phil Mickelson. He's not going to be dropping bombs this week. Dropping bombs. Bombs. I will be <laughs> bombing it. He is not in the field. Um. Dang. Try to scroll through all these. Yeah. You, um. Go with uh. Go with Steve Stricker. Wisconsin native, Jerry Steve Kelly, Steve Stryker, Jerry Kelly. Um, no, I saw him and I was intrigued. Um, I'm going dark. I'm going. I'm going Pat Perez. Ooh, he's got the dark hair. Yes, Pat Perez. Yeah, I still think Harold Varner is due for a good week. Um, I don't know if he, he's not a bomber, but uh, I don't know. I've already picked him once, so yeah, I'm trying to trying to mix it up a little. Um, but uh, who's your uh, so? And then who's your alternate um, for any withdraws or a tiebreaker as <laughs> as for last week as part yep. of the uh, <laughs> the COVID testing stuff and everything yeah if somebody gets um, over and they get out i mean we, that's why we have this tiebreaker yeah. i mean uh, okay well uh, i'm gonna you know I'll, I'll go with the i'll go with the wisconsin kid i'll go with steve shirker oh yeah i mean it is up in the midwest i mean there is a there's a michigan guy in the field a michigander yeah okay if you, if you really want to go with him. Uh, negative. No, you don't. You uh, don't want to go with Ryan Brem. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm saving that one for later. Okay. I don't want. I don't want to burn it too early. All right. Just saying. He's the. Just, he's the local. He's got home court advantage. What did he grow up on this course? No, I don't think so. He's. I think he's from. He's just from the state. Which is basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, he'll get a he'll get some fanfare for sure. All the courses in Michigan are the same. <laughs> if you know, if you grew up on one, you've grown up on them all. Um, is Ricky? Ricky's in the field. Is he? Is he an alternate caliber, or is he? Right now, they have thirty-first in the world golf rankings. I, f- I mean, that's outside. What the top twenty-five is what we were saying for big. I feel like yeah. we change it every single week. Twenty-five-ish. <laughs> <laughs> top twenty-five-ish is for big dogs. Yeah. Well, you you don't you can pick whoever you want for a big dog. Your main pick, right? But your dark horses can't be better. Now we're talking about the tiebreaker and or alternate tiebreaker alternates. Like probably, it, I mean, he's the alternate for the dark horse. So I feel it's like I feel like it's the same type of player. There's no additional rules there. That's that's what I'm thinking. All right. Well, I mean, since you put it like that. Um, I'm going to go with Kevin Kisner. Oh, Kisner. All right. Not a bad choice. He's done. 
He's done. He's done decently in this restart. Yep. You're not going to go with David Lingworth, who has the largest head compared to body on tour. <laughs> um. No. No. All right. You sure? You're not going to go with Masters champ Danny Wood. Lingmurth? He's, a, he's an alternate. <laughs> like, he's a legit alternate for the tournament. I'm not going to go with an alternate. <laughs> as <my> alternate. <laughs> all, right, all right, fine. Uh, yeah. I figured maybe you'd want to stay true to, the, true to the title there. Yeah, I'm going to go with somebody who's actually <laughs> definitely going to play. Well, we don't know if he's definitely going to play. That's my point. <laughs> ah. That's why I'm going to go with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All yeah. right. So it has been said, so it shall be. So it is. So your picks are, your main pick is Bryson DeChambeau. Mine is Bubba Watson. We got righty versus lefty there. And then for Dark Horse... I have, uh, who did I say? I have already forgotten my dark horse. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, uh, no, my alternate is Steve Stricker. Um, Steven. Steven. Dark horse was, I, my God, how did I forget already? My mind is just terrible. <laughs> the other idea I had this week, and I don't know if I like it yet, so I'll just tell you, is um, we pick who the guy that has the worst two-day score. So we obviously don't – I don't generally follow the worst players. Yeah. That's why it's – I don't know if I'm going to like that. But Okay. Um. I think Sahith Thigala is due for a particularly bad week. <laughs> I watch, I watch. He wins. So, <laughs> uh, um, seriously, who did I pick? Oh yeah, Troy Merritt. <laughs> Wonder I could. Your doppelganger. I was like, I can't, can't remember Troy Merritt. All right, is my. Dark Horse, Steve Stricker is my alternate. And then you have, for your Dark Horse, Pat Perez, right? Yeah. And then your alternate is... The Kisner. The Kisner. All right. Yeah, I have it written down. Good. I'm glad someone does. <laughs> Don't make me remember this ever again. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's a, it's on our I know, on I our know. Uh, sheet. I know. It's official. All right. So those are our picks. And then are we doing bringing it up the rear? I do. You, do you want to? Let's try. Let's try it a week. We'll see so, if it. So the worst. Any... Okay. So the worst Thursday Friday score. Yeah. So it's probably better if you don't start looking at stats because I I wasn't going to. I right. I don't look at any stats. I just know off the top of my head who who's like the main like long hitters. That's pretty much it. I'm gonna go with 
uh, uh, I'm gonna go. Man, who am I? Which one of these players am I gonna go with? I. You know what? I was just scrolling through and. Uh, James James Nicholas looks like a kind of a toolbox to me. Um, he looks <laughs> looks like one of those frat guys. Oh boy! Um, and, and he, but I'm mainly picking him because his uh, last name is how people try to spell my name, and I hate it. Oh, and try to put yeah. it so he's definitely going to have a bad week, <laughs> and right. he will be he will run into his car. <laughs> Getting that early flight home. <laughs> All right. You might not be around for Friday. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go with, because uh, <laughs> I'm doing so bad, I'm just going to withdraw Friday. It's going to have a dominant win for you there. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Michigan boy, Ryan Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh. Bringing it up the rear is the yeah. hometown boy. Hometown boy. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> it's meant to be. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So those are our picks for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yeah. All right. We'll see who has to do the most push-ups next week. And we'll also see uh, – you, you got a tournament this, this weekend or are you just playing – rounds just play for play just play for yeah, play about this weekend i mean only if i'm super lucky yeah it's yeah it's it's a holiday yeah. weekend plans yeah so we'll uh we'll review our picks next week we'll also talk about how we each uh, fared out on the course how our game's going we got a big tournament we're both kind of trying to gear up for in about a little under a month here so We'll recap that then, but until that time, I am Stay and Play Clay, with me is Nick the Stick, and we are signing off. See ya! Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960! Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger Howard. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut, that's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.